it is the rally cry up and down the West Coast. Help the kelp. The towering brown seaweed is in steep decline, and that's alarming because underwater kelp forests provide shelter and food for a wide variety of sea life. But as correspondent Tom Bonsey reports, people are trying to help the kelp bounce back. Elliott Bay in Seattle features some of the most built-up and industrialized waterfront in Washington state. But still, this is one of the first places where people are experimenting with how to regrow kelp in the Northwest. You know, what can these kelp, these urban kelp as we call them, tell us about resilience? Kathleen Hurley is a senior environmental program manager with the Port of Seattle. In a couple of months, she'll scan the waves for young bull kelp heads to break the surface. Such as at Centennial Park, also in front of the Elliott Bay Marina, also just to the west. From the park where we're looking over the bay, it's just a couple blocks to port headquarters and the skyscrapers beyond. It's a surprising place to, to, to discover that we have these vibrant ecosystems that are thriving in, in, a, in a very transformed landscape. Kelp beds are underwater biodiversity hotspots and foundational to the marine food web. Clumps of kelp serve as nurseries for many species. Young rockfish and herring, for example, find food and refuge there. Scientists have multiple theories for why kelp forests are disappearing in many places and holding on elsewhere. Marine heat waves and climate change more generally could be a cause. Pollution, development, and unchecked predation from other marine animals are also culprits. In any case, there's a noticeable through line of concern and a gathering tide of action to regrow kelp from British Columbia to California. I think kelp is having a moment right now. Hurley says restoration techniques are still in the early stages. One of the things they've tried is putting twine strings embedded with baby kelp in the water near the shore. Those grew for a little while. But then we suspect that the kelp crab really enjoyed eating those tender, young kelp fronds. Those pesky, hungry kelp crabs lead to a second kelp restoration strategy, which is predator control. Hurley says the Port of Seattle recently put octopus houses on the seafloor to attract more octopuses, which feed on kelp crabs. On the Oregon and California coast, it's a booming population of purple sea urchins that are chomping on kelp. They're creating barren areas devoid of kelp. One option to deal with that, reintroduce sunflower sea stars and sea otters, both of which prey on urchins. Those are longer-term initiatives, though. In the short term, the Oregon Kelp Alliance is recruiting scuba divers to smash sea urchins at three experimental sites along the Oregon coast, Oregon State University marine ecologist Sarah Gravem described this project to OPB. So we're going and having really, really focused, small-scale culling events where we do go down and literally smash them with a hammer to at least clear small patches so that the kelp can grow in like little oases. Yet another restoration technique is kelp farming. Commercial sea farms could serve as seed banks, releasing spores into the currents to spawn wild kelp forests nearby. Port of Seattle Commissioner Fred Fellerman says he's optimistic because he says the marine environment has demonstrated resilience. You just lighten up on the on your footprint and the, the, it rebounds. And we're just trying to find out you know, what it is that is limiting its growth 
and um, trying to just be more cognizant of some of the things that we can do. Last year, the Washington legislature set a goal to conserve and restore 10,000 acres of kelp forest and eelgrass meadows by the year 2040. This year, the State Department of Natural Resources is working out a plan for how to accomplish that. I'm Tom Bonsey in Seattle.